Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Sith Council. We got the whole crew here today. I'm excited for it. Can't wait. Oh, there's nothing here. Oh, that's not the show. That's the show. It's Sith Council. And do me a favor. Subscribe. Will you subscribe? Hit that like button. Hit the notification button. Do all that. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, Lindelof going to do a Star Wars movie? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Why? Because none of the movies ever happen. But, but they're talking to him again. So th that's interesting. Um, we have more stuff about Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're going to talk to Mike about whether or not he liked the trailer. You never know with this freaking guy. Um, and that's it. We're just going to kind of talk. And a is Anchorhead coming into Obi-Wan? That's what I hear. Do you hear that? Well, you're going to hear it in a little bit. That is spoiled that for you. Hey. All right, everybody, let's get into it. It is Sith Council. Come on, let's do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sith Council. We got this lovely lady here. Hello. This lovely lady here. And Audi. It is Who, Sith me? Council. Are you? Lovely lady, so you. Yeah. I, I you're like hottie, so you're calling yourself a hottie? Oh, I know that, but I was yeah, I yeah. was recognizing you in the you're little, little queen. Did you get no sleep last night? Me? Yeah. Dude, my <laughs> schedule. Why? Because you're a little out of it. Am I? Yeah. Because before I said uh, something, and just My looked, schedule's been, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. man. It's work is killing Am me. I wrong? This is my favorite sandwich ever. Watching you two mm. communicate. Try oh, through, that's it. Through a like. <laughs> and he doesn't even know what's going on. Uh, two guys, they're growing a sandwich. Uh, what? Uh, no. This guy. Okay. You know what? Look class. <laughs> you know what? I'm gone. You're out. Three strikes. <laughs> Just like you're that. You're out of here. Just like that. Uh, all right. Lots to talk about. Mike. Yeah, buddy boy. Let's start with the trailer because we let's didn't get the, uh, to get any of your thoughts on it. No. And I don't ever follow you on Twitter to know what you're saying. So what? 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 how did it go? What happened? Well, I wanted to ask you guys because I was uh, preoccupied last week. I couldn't yeah. be here. Uh, important thing. Yes. But uh, I noticed I was watching your guys' reactions. Did the trailer drop when you guys were in show? It did. What happened? Yeah, we were in the middle. Of, we were doing. We were talking about the images that had dropped like two hours beforehand. Correct. And we're going over those, and then we're like, "Oh wait!" Except we were going through like tweets or something, and then it was like, "Oh yeah, the trailer dropped." We're like, no, no, oh, wait. And then we looked like, okay, and we just ended the show twenty five minutes into it to, to react to the trailer oh. because we didn't think that the day they drop photos, they would drop a trailer. Right. Like, Usually yeah. a day later. Yeah. 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 Good yeah. point. Okay. But, Fair uh, enough. But yeah, so yeah, we so did. reacted to it. We uh, yeah, we loved it. You? Uh, I was in a funeral, and I couldn't see it, and I opened up my phone after the funeral, and there's all this stuff, and I was like, I got to watch this now, but I don't like watching stuff on my phone, especially yeah. an open one trailer. I'm not going to do that, so I had no. to get home and watch it, and uh, uh, it was wonderful. You know, I, I didn't need to see a trailer for this show. This thing sells itself, right. but what I do love, you know me, I love discourse. I love I love calm discourse yeah. and internet's already you know here's a petition to make the Grand Inquisitor oh, look the like the Clone War, <laughs> you know all that came out. It's but I'm very curious. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this because the Cad Bane thing and when that guy did that and again I was putting my foot in my mouth where he wasn't going. It sucked. I wanted to do my own version of Cad Bane. This guy was just a talented animator that uh, uh, Molly Damon explained to me was love Star Wars. Yeah. But this is different. This Inquisitor picture because we have seen with Tian. I don't remember his last name. Bruce Spence plays him in Revenge of the Sith. We've yeah. seen this species with that long head. Mm -hmm. So this was a distinct... Like Cad Bane looked like the other Cad Bane species we've seen. you ever seen Wars. a human with a big head and a human with a small head? Yeah, I have. But we're all within the same scope of things. You've got the occasional elephant man that's got a you know, ridiculous human head. Yeah. But we're all... The three of us at this table, our heads are... 
within an inch or two different size. Speak for yourself, buddy. Okay. So that was a little... But again, I have no attachment to the Grand Inquisitor. Right. I could care less. That he could looked, not those, care less. I could oh, not yeah, care yeah. less. Yeah. About um, how he looks. And then there's the other guy, the this short squat guy with the walk on his head. Yeah, I don't care about any of that. He looks different. I don't care. They look fine to me. Yeah, I don't care. Don't um, care. It, as don't I was care. mentioning, Steph, I think that what I will care is if if the Grand Inquisitor is radically different in character mm-hmm. yeah. when okay. he shows up. If he, if it's a different character and doesn't feel like the character that we saw in Rebels, yeah. then yeah, then that, then that I think is a cause for concern. So, for someone sure. made a great point. Uh, and they're talking about Star Wars and family and identity is such an important part of Star Wars, especially yeah. the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. And we've spent so little time in all different medias with Owen and Baru. Right. We really haven't. And I, I hope, and just we've seen the pictures and you, you get Egerton back who... Back at Revenge of the Sith wasn't really anything at the time. He was just an up-and-coming actor in England. Right. Uh, his career has, has since skyrocketed. So I would hope we are going to... Oh, you're going to have a lot with him. Get into the boat. Oh, and yeah, and yeah. just seeing the anger that builds between the two of them. Well, yeah. Deborah Chow said as much in the picture when they are talking about it. They said, well, thank you for, for to George Lucas for casting him. Because yeah. that's all I'll say is you absolutely are going to play into... Yeah. Um, the you have to right the reason yeah, why he's got so much animosity yeah there's just Kenobi. that that's what I love of of um, New Hope is we didn't get all this backstory we just got it in the text in the script and you right. just you're like oh there's history with these two guys they do not like each other and yeah. they had no scenes together right so now yeah. we're gonna get those scenes and and and, and, and such it, good yeah. actors you have yes. to do Egerton that. Egerton is Egerton Egerton. Egerton Egerton yeah love him yeah I'm I'm excited for them for sure yeah. and and then there's something else that came out last week and there's an update to it so we talked oh. about the Darth Maul yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. never, never wanted Darth Maul in the series. Made no sense from the way Rebels was no. put together. Rebels, they had a perfect ending to it. He didn't know t- uh, Kenobi was on Tatooine. Hollywood Reporter, Boris Kit, and uh, and someone else had a report that he was in the original script, and that they were they Deborah Chow then took it to Filoni and Favreau, and they were like, yeah, the wolf, the lone wolf and cub story isn't working as much. Maybe put Vader in there. So before we actually get into all that, there's an update on the story. Ooh. And in a wild story that The Hollywood Reporter ran, even with denial from their own Lucasfilm source, now Lucasfilm creative executive Pablo Hidalgo also took to his private Twitter account to colorfully and vehemently deny the report. Um, he did not mince words in labeling this story as false, quoting Quote tweeting a report on the story with the following. A brown sunrise bullshit has been spilled. <laughs> to, to this point. Legendary. Yeah, to this point, okay. there has been no counter from the Hollywood Reporter, but we will keep you posted if anything. Last week in, in, in Entertainment Weekly, blah, 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 I know, it's something else. Um, a new story. No, that's that's the old the old story is what they heard. I, yeah. I, look, a lot of times any production company or anybody will also try to say, no, 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 nothing, nothing's going on when it's, when it's bullshit. Right. I actually believe Hidalgo on this because I remember when this, when, when the script was going around and Vader was very, very much a I, part of the script. I just don't think when you're writing this and you're bringing Obi-Wan back, you know, and you're going to do his show, there is no, Rebels covered him and Maul. Covered that right? Or yeah. Clone Wars? Yeah. Rebel, Rebels Rebel. did, and, and it was, and it took place around like seven or eight years after Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. And they and the way that they set it up was that he had finally found Kenobi after all these years. Right. So you would assume that Filoni and Favreau would have been consulted in before yeah. they started yeah, writing. Yeah, like, no, it's covered that. It's like, and it's and it's bringing Hayden back in the two of them. Right. That's the story, not Ray Park. 
Peter Safinowicz or whoever you want right. to get the voice, Sam right. Whitworth doing the voice. Maybe Sam, yeah. There's, no, you don't need that. I, that to me is, and then, then there was the whole BS about Ray Park and his personal Instagram, and that happened, and yeah, that right. caused him to get pulled off. Oh God! Right? Come on now. Yeah, it wouldn't make class. sense with the. I, I think they've discussed it. I stand by that. I think that there was definitely probably a discussion just because Darth Maul is such a popular it's character. It's throw spaghetti at the wall type yeah. brainstorming. But it doesn't really make sense because even if you do flashbacks with Anakin and Obi-Wan, Darth Maul was barely a part of their arc at all. It was only really Obi-Wan yeah. and Maul. It, yeah. it, and, and, and look, considering it's an Obi-Wan series, and if that's what you're going to do, but from the time period and where, where it looks like it's landing, it doesn't make sense to have him. It never did. So I don't agree with any with a lot of people who say, oh, Maul should be in this because of their beef. It's like, it, does, it, it doesn't, that part of the feud doesn't fit in at the moment. And what does fit in that I thought, when you look at this trailer, when you blend in the original trilogy, Rebels, and the prequels together, you get the trailer that we saw. You're, yeah. You got the, the Grand Inquisitors, you have Vader, you have all this stuff combined together with how he's learning Tatooine and figuring out Tatooine, and then he goes off-world. Someone asked me on, on Big Thing the other day if I thought Leia was going to be in it. 100%. Kid Leia. 100? Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, Kid Leia. Yeah. One hundred percent. Well, and now Smiths though is in it, but that's why I say is Smiths in it. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. That's why I say hundred percent. Yeah. They yeah. say they, they, they said Jimmy Smiths. Yeah. Uh, then you've got that Jimmy Smiths. Jimmy Smiths. That's uh, yeah, Smiths' brother. Jimmy Smiths. No, Jimmy yeah. Smiths. Jimmy yeah. Smiths is in it, and uh, and he um, yeah, well, at least they they there's like heavy reports that he's in it, and I think that if you're gonna have him and if you have a young Luke in it, I think young Leia is a given. Yeah. Steph, you think so? Yeah, young Leia for sure. For yeah. a second, I thought you were thinking older, and no, that, no, that no. didn't make sense. No. But yeah, young Leia definitely. One thing that did surprise me a little bit from, and again, this is nothing against the trailer, was we've seen so much concept art of fans imagining you McGregor older. We've seen action figures that that, that that they do. What would it be like merging him with Guinness? So when I saw the original picture of him, I was like, huh, not what I thought he was going to look like. What did you think? What it was, was weird. It was just the outfit and everything because I'm. we've seen so many people want this version of him. Mm -hmm. And we've seen so many different great concept artists. Like, oh, okay, that's not what I thought. He looked kind of just like a nobody. But it, isn't no, that good? Minute. I know that's supposed to be good. Yeah. He looked like... I was like, yeah, he wouldn't be around tattooing with his tattered Jedi robe still. And that's what everyone that, like, Sideshow Toys makes this great figure. They call it a legacy figure. And it's like a younger Alec Guinness, but it's kind of yeah. a Ewan McGregor. And it's just, but he's got the robes on. And he's got a blend on. I mean, I, yeah, I, but this looks ten, like, it's 10 years yeah, later. He's though. a homeless guy yeah. out in the desert. I was yeah. like, that's what he would look that's like. That's what he would look like. Yeah, that's what he would look like. Well, that's what they said, though, inside yeah. of these pictures. I thought the way that they released everything from the pictures on, into the trailer was done very well because. You started to give these snippets, like when they said uh, about Obi Wan that he's lost. He he feels defeated. He's trying to that, come. Oh, to the her. line, and then they, lost. and then they have that line. The oh. question is, though, in that line, who's he talking to? I don't know. I bet you it's, it's got to be. So that, but I just hit it right there. Right? You just hit it. What you just said. Uh, I was expecting him, and in my head again, this is all we as fans build up and have to realize, like, oh, it's not the, what we wanted, but yeah. that's the story. He do, he wasn't looking very heroic to me, and I always pictured you and McGregor, even in his most defeat, heroic, yeah. and didn't look. But that fits the story, mm -hmm. so I'm so excited to see that. But yeah, we we lost that line. Yeah, yeah, it's over. Defeated. We lost. And it's such and the music. You gotta be talking to quiet. The guy. music. You gotta be talking yeah. to quiet. Yeah. Duel of the Fates. Oh gosh. Duel of the Fates and and the um what's it the heroes here what's what the hell is that? heroes oh. uh not the heroes journey not the, the twin sons um shoot the people binary sunset no the mm -hmm. battle of the heroes. 
Duel of the Fates. Battle oh, of not the Duel Heroes. of the Fates. Battle of the Heroes from Heroes. Attack from Rise of the Sith. Yes, Revenge of the Sith. Wow, don't you don't don't, don't compete Come today. On, IG champion. Don't compete today. I know. But um, the other, I look. So we'll get more into Obi Wan for sure. But there's another report about Damon Lindelof. Did you read this one? Uh, I did, and I kind of was. Yeah, I don't want to say anything. Well, do you know? Do you, I know Lindelof. Of course, I do. Not personally. No, no. Know? I'm saying, what's your vibe right now? Uh, everything he writes is phenomenal, but there's Movies. zero ending. I don't True. know where it ends. Okay, but the I don't leftovers? know what the, the side's at. Do you know who wrote this report? <laughs> who? Damon Lindelof, co-creator of Lost and Leftovers and creator of the Watchmen TV series, is reportedly working on a new Star Wars movie. According to... Oh, here the, we go. The Anklers, Jeff Snyder, oh, the writer-producer, was, appro- uh, was approached to create a new entry into the Star Wars universe after publicly saying he'd like to work in the universe. Snyder has previously revealed... Should I call Jeff Snyder right now? See call, yeah. get, the, get the facts. Get the, get the, get the, Let's see if he picks up. Are you really calling him? Yeah, I'm calling Snyder. I want to see what he's got. He's got him on speed dial. Look at that. I'm not calling him. See if if he picks up. I got to see. I got to find out more of this report. (laughs) He's not. Ah. Jeff Snyder. Jeff, we're on uh, Sith Council right now, and we're reading your report on Damon Lindelof, and I wanted to get a, a few uh, a few a few words from you. So if you if you get this over the next half an hour or so, please give me a call back, and I'd love to talk to you on the air about it. All right, bye. Oh, oh here he is. Oh Hold yes. Oh, oh, perfect. I just left you a message. You're on the air right now, Jeff. You're on the air for for for, for uh, Sith, Sith Council. Sith Council. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what we. Want, what do you want to know? I want to know the report. I want to. I'm. I'm. Re, I'm reading I'll it. And give, I, you, give me it. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Can I swear on this podcast? Yes, you can. Go ahead. I'll give you the straight shit. Yeah. But I've heard this. I've, I've been hearing this for like six weeks, right? And <laughs> I was just getting some bullshit. Yeah. Feedback, just like, just like, well, he's working on a peacock show, and like, it'd be a real shame if like. This was reported because then his people on the Peacock show would feel like he's like not fully invested, or like you know he's working on other stuff. Like I was just like, what? Um, and and it's like no one was confirming it, but nobody was denying it either. Right. Um, and listen, I don't know if I nailed the story. Uh, it's very possible that he's running some sort of writers' room up there. Okay. You know that he's not necessarily like. Because I could be wrong. Like, you know, maybe he's not writing a screenplay or maybe he's co like I said, he could be co writing it. That was in the story. Um, but it's very possible he's running some sort of writer's room or operation up there because they just have no idea what they're doing with Star Wars. Okay? Mo- movies, movies. Right, on the, on the movie side. Right. They have no idea what the hell is going on. Everyone's like, well, what about, you know, Taika has this and Ryan Johnson, Benny Affleck? There are all these projects. Like, what are they doing? They're not doing anything. Right. <laughs> right. And this is the biggest franchise on the planet. Right. Um, so you can't just like start cranking out these fairly anonymous television shows. Obi Wan, uh, yeah, all this. Um, sorry, I gotta go inside because I literally saw my landlord uh, start to take out a drill. It's a Lucasfilm employee. That feel the same kind of. I mean, even How dare you? Good. They don't feel like special events, and you need. You should be making theatrical revenue. Like, I just, I know it's a weird time for theaters right now, but 
people are still turning out for big properties like right? Batman. Yes. Starve than ever. Yeah. So they're not going to the movies every week, and they're going every you know quarter, right? To, right. to Spider-Man one quarter and a Batman the next quarter, whatever it is. So um, I, I think they needed to do something. Damon Lindelof is coming off of Watchmen. Your reward for doing a great show like Watchmen is not a fucking peacock show like, right. uh, like the right. guy is definitely working on something else every big writer in town is juggling multiple projects so don't tell me he's like focused on this one thing like come on right come on. so something's brewing i don't know what it is nobody wanted to talk about it but but that's it with, you don't mess with jeff snyder no you don't mess with snyder the in snyder is a reason he's in snyder for a reason but uh but not but no but no like you said you don't know exactly what it could be he could be in a writer's room no no particular project because like i I actually, I no, I have, if I would, if I had any details of like what it was about, I would gladly share them. I have no idea yeah. like what it is. I don't because I, I think, I think that's well. I think that's what you said. I, th- I don't think that they really know. And I also think, I think that I agree and disagree with you at the same time. I agree that they need the the box office from the Star Wars movies because you can look at what a star, what a what a Spider Man or the Batman did, and and with a tentpole like that, you should be making movies. But I actually think that their plan and their narrative fits much better in television because it seems like they actually know what they're doing as far as storytelling inside of TV. So I actually, I enjoy it more on television, but I agree with you that it's a necessity to make the money. Like, I just, how do you neglect the biggest movie franchise in the world? Like, yeah. You just going to stop making movies? Like, uh, and everyone is so busy when you look at Tyke's schedule and, um, uh, right. You know, you know, there's, I feel like there's three active movies. Okay. I think it's whatever Damon is working on. It's like whatever Feige has. And is that, the, and then the Michael Waldron one, is that one in the same? Uh, you, no one knows. No one knows. Yeah, the Michael Waldron one. That's the one. I think that's Feige. One I th- that's that's the that's the one. I think that's the Feige one. Right. That may they may exactly. That's what I said. They may yeah. be one in the same. And then yeah. and then I guess it's Tyke's or whatever. Right. But it's just. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? All right, well, good. Look, well, thank. I was happy to see your name on the report, um, and uh, and we look forward to keeping up with that story. Okay. All right, brother man. Take care, Sith people. See you later. Bye. See you, buddy boy. All right, so Jeff Snyder breaking that story, and I, look, he to touch on what he said there. Um, as I said to him, I I agree with him where you can't ignore. If, if you're trying to, for business purposes, yeah. you got to try to make a movie because you got to try, because if you, if you look at what... It's revenue. Like he said, it's you're revenue. Re- leaving revenue on the table. And you're not, and you're not taking advantage. The, but the, the, my, my hesitation with it is, you look at the difference between the television side and the movie side, is it's everything's up in the air let, in the movie side. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you guys this. Because this is kind of a thing going on. With, a lot of people are saying with Disney+, Plus, like they, they put Turning Red on... Um, yeah. Disney Plus is ever releasing yeah. it, and it's getting great reviews. But someone made a very good point. They said, no, Disney knows that the streaming and Disney Plus is that's where they want to focus from now on and get away from the movies. That's It's not a negative thing putting these shows there. It's a positive. That's what they're thinking Disney's looking at. Not like, oh, we're dumping this film that's not going to do well on Disney Plus about you know a girl's puberty. and yeah. uh, you know No, we love this film. We want to bring the views to our subscription service. Well, we talked about that with like Miss Marvel. I'm right? curious. Well, we talked about it with like Miss Marvel. Like with Miss Marvel, yeah. when they when they put that trailer out, that is clearly that is aimed for younger generation. You got you got um, the Moon Knight, which yeah. is aimed for is it's older. Po- shoot, and and they're putting Daredevil and everything else now yeah. onto the Disney Plus also. So yeah. they're they're going to all audiences, and the streaming service allows you to just market towards everybody. Right. The movie you've got to target towards everyone right. that you want to hit because you want them to spend the money on the ticket. You want yeah. it to be four quadrant. And that's why the, this with Star Wars, it's so tricky for them because you only have... I mean, you look at how divisive a lot of the, the new trilogy was yeah. and how the fan base will just... Because look, look at Boba Fett. 
you have a, you have one episode that people don't like. Yeah. And people are bitching about it. And then the next week, you put Luke Skywalker in there, and everybody loves Star Wars again. And that's one week. Right. One week. And I, you got to sit in the stink I mean, for three years in a movie. I, I <laughs> yeah. was just talking about this with a bunch of people with Batman. We get one of the greatest Batman movies of all time, but then people that are still stuck with the Snyder stuff are like, it sucks. He's not this. Like, even within the fandom itself now, DC has become Star Wars, where it's just, it's eating itself and fighting itself with these different properties. And it's... Yeah, yeah it, well, that's why TV and Saint look the TV the, side of it. I get it. I yeah. love it, and I I do as well. But, but I like, love a TV experience. But Lindelof, I love a movie experience. Lindelof. I that's why. I mean, I didn't ask the question because Jeff started to answer it um, when yeah. he started talking about film. I would have preferred Lindelof to be doing TV. He's got a better track record in TV than he does in film, and I would have rather him done. There's TV. no question the guy's not incredibly talented. Incredibly yeah. like. Watchmen is just phenomenal. Leftovers, it's man. So good. Yeah, Leftovers. I never saw that. Oh, it's, it's awesome. Those are two of my favorite Leftovers shows ever. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you should watch Leftovers. It's, it's incredible. It's really good. It's oh, on what's HBO Max. Name? What's the uh, the actor's name? Um, oh, um, he's a writer too. Hottie. No, the, you know, who that guy? Just yeah. Thoreau. Hottie. Justin Thoreau. Justin yes. Thoreau. Yeah. Oh, he's the the master code breaker. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Hide you guys back. Hey, you'll find him with a rose in his the lapel. Best character ever. A red palm bloom. Thank you. very much. Oh, is much. he coming back? No, you're never going to see him ever again. <laughs> okay, great. Perfect. He just went to this stupid Thanks, planet Moss. for nothing. Apparently, I don't know. I'm still I'm still burned on him by Lost. Oh, uh, but that that again that was not his fault. I know because that's still. that's ABC. That's that's the Drew McQueenie posted something the other day. Where get off your phone, will you? I'm looking up Lindelof's resume here. I'm trying to talk about what I love about him, what I don't. So Lindelof, my phone. Well, but I think Drew McQueenie had mentioned about how he was so happy that the day of the 22 episodes is just going away. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, yeah, I didn't see that because it's like it, first of all, it's a lot to cover, but second of all, it's also like. All right, we we need more we need more episodes, guys. Get those writers in there and like, what the hell do we write? Our arc was only going to be like ten, where you get filler episodes, and that's yeah. what happened with Lost. And Lo- remember, and people, a lot of people don't realize with Lost, what happened was in like season two, there was like this big hiatus from like the first half to the second half, and like it's you don't get that in television now. It's like you look at something like Ozark. Ozark, the final season, they're doing twelve episodes. The first six came out in the beginning of the year. The second come out in April, yeah. and you're just gonna it's you're gonna finish it all up, and you can you know, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I just see both sides because as an actor, I want 22. Of, of course, as far as, as work a crew. Wise, and, yeah. and what I love about Drew McQueenie is he plays both sides of that. Yeah. He'd said he's like, I get it. Writers, directors, it's more work for everybody. Yeah. So I'm torn because I do like a shorter season. I, I love for, for I me, for me, show. 10 to 13. Like, yeah. I don't like the 6, 8. That's too short for me. It depends. I like, I like half of a 22. See, I'm, I'm on a side 10 where to 13. It just depends to me on the story. Right, like if the right, story, you're if, right, you're like right. If it if the story seems like if if, if six episodes, I'm like ah, like like Hawkeye, right? Hawkeye could have been could have been longer. Yeah, they, they jammed right. in everything with with Kingpin, and they jammed so much like right. quick, yeah, they, they didn't set it up. That could have been a longer show. Yes. that I don't think it was necessary. Now, Obi Wan six episodes that we could be like that was a perfect six hours, right? And boom, or it could be like oh, like uh, same thing with uh, Boba Fett. What was Boba Fett seven? Yeah, yeah. Both I, I think that could have been longer. I too. think Mando nailed it for both. Yes, of them. Yeah. I think both Mandos they nailed perfect, that. perfect amount for Mando. So I think it just really depends on the story, though. And I like that we're giving more creative leeway for people to decide how yeah. many episodes they need. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I, I totally agree. All right, before we move on, everybody, I want to tell you all about this Friday. You got Sam Levine, episode three of Titans. He's coming back in a number one contender match, but he's got to go up against the Barbarian. Barbarian is the finalist in last year's Ultimate Schmodown. This is going to be a really great match. If you've never seen 
Friday Night Titans. If you've never seen this before, if you used to watch the show, please check out Titans. It's a brand new look. It is a reboot. We're really excited for you to check it out. And we also want to tell you about NordVPN. NordVPN is awesome, man. We've been using it recently, and we're very excited to pair up with them. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about NordVPN. What I'm excited about is that I've told you many times over how important it is for the security of my crew and my audience, and it's very important to all of us. And so one of the main reasons that I've been using NordVPN is that it's fast and it's a secure service. It significantly boosts your online privacy and your security. What NordVPN does, it enables and encrypts your web traffic, excuse me, your traffic on both the web and the mobile that you, have to, that you don't have to worry about unsecure websites or apps that you're using. It's pretty great, especially if you're running around, if we're on the road, if we're doing studio events, it's refreshing because I'm not worried about who's doing what uh, and I'm not worried about what's happening behind an unsecured public Wi-Fi network. If I have to email somebody or managing documents or if I'm talking to somebody on social media, I know that my phone and I know that my laptop, it's all secure because that's what NordVPN does. It makes it very easy to switch my virtual location. You just do it with one click. You can access streaming stuff that's available in different parts of the world or especially Netflix overseas. You can go to nordvpn.com slash big thing. Head on over to nordvpn.com slash big thing. We're very excited to be working with them. And I don't know how much you know about them, but if you want to do this and you should do this, you should grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to and using that code big thing. Get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan. Plus, you get one additional month for free and a bonus gift. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Use that code BIGTHING or go to nordvpn.com slash BIGTHING. All right, so sticking with this uh, yes, sir. TV film thing and, and Lindelof and, and all of that, I think that um, with the movie, the, the movies still have a massive problem. They just have a massive problem. Like it's, it's, I don't think they've changed their, their strategy or their plan. It's like... Okay, let's go get a big uh, director, Ryan Johnson. Let's go get a big creator, Linda Law. Let's go get a big director, J.J. Abrams. Let's go get a big director, Taika Waititi. And what's the, what's the plan? And even, he's, and even uh, Jeff said it. He's like, they don't know what they're doing over there. It's all up in the air. It's like, are you going to focus on the old republic? Are you going to focus on the high republic? Are you going to focus on a certain time period? Are you going to focus on characters? Like, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's why they're taking so much time, because they're coming up with an actual plan. But... And they very well might be doing this scenario I'm about to pitch. But why wouldn't you put Filoni and Favreau in, in the war room, you know, and say, hey, okay, look, if we want to connect all of it the way we've been, the fans have really been responding to the connectivity of the Mandalorian and, and Boba Fett and now Ahsoka, and yeah. then we're going to connect Obi-Wan into Revenge of the Sith. Let's start connecting some of the stuff that we're doing in films to some of the stuff we're doing in TV and make it a whole big family stuff. So what can we do to help? What should the plan be? I hope that's what they're doing, but I don't have confidence in the film department that they're doing this. Steph, do you, do you agree, disagree? I think they're doing it, which is why they've been so chaotic. I think after they announced all the movies up to like 2028, which was ridiculous in my opinion, that they, at, they realized that was a bad mistake because they didn't actually have the plan. And now they've been kind of radio silent about the movie. They've given us some release dates, but... I no certainty on Taika's or no there's no release dates oh yeah nothing that comes out after so I think they're probably in meetings figuring that out if I had to guess where they were going with things my gut tells me perhaps the High Republic just because that's where they put a lot of effort into like books they'd have like the after show with Christina Ariel on it like it just seems like that's the story that they're moving towards but I have no idea 
So, Mike, the, the thing, like, when you look at that, with yeah. look at let's talk Star Wars Celebration. Let's talk it because Star Wars Celebration normally, like, sometimes they sometimes they nail it and sometimes they flub it. Like in London, they flubbed it so bad there was nothing to announce. But this right. it's changed so significantly with all the TV stuff that they have. Like, yeah. you would assume or at least think that they were trying to gear up with a bunch of announcements yes. for film mm -hmm. for Celebration, right? Yeah. Um. I, I, you know, the more we talk about this, you guys are here, I get more and more confused because, I, like, Christian, I, I, you and I bust balls about this, right? We talk about the connective universe and this yeah. and that. But now I'm seeing your point where are they at a point it's like, wow, TV's doing so well. How are the movies we're doing going to connect to That's this giant right. world exactly. of this? Where I, I was before was looking, it's Star Wars, it's the world. I don't care if Patty Jenkins, Rogue Squadron, doesn't talk about Mandalorian. It's out there. But maybe, because it is... The, the the pluses also have to come with the minuses for Kathleen Kennedy as a producer. She's not out of the park with organizing the TV, but her film slate's a mess. Every and, single time. And, and the movie, every director that is attached leaves. The, 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 the track record of them losing these directors in these movies is right. staggering. Yeah, is, is Lindelof even going to stick around? Staggering. Right. So something is not clicking, because, but it's it's not like, hey, it's not like before, I'll say this, it's not like we had Feige with the MCU and then Jeff Loeb with the Marvel television. It was right. just like, it's all connected, we think. Right. But it wasn't. It's Kennedy. Now, but, now, but now the MCU and the TV and the films are connected. Right, because right. it's under Feige. Right. Right. But it's always been Kennedy. So well, where's that's well, the weirdness Well, because now. that's the question. The question. I mean, and between speculation and fact, who knows? But right. from what it sounded like was that the TV and the Disney Plus was kind of like a experiment for Favreau and Filoni go do your thing what do you need from us okay yeah we'll it give did. you that that's what it seemed like and it was like she wasn't as involved I don't know how true that is I, right. and, and there's other reports that she was very involved and there's other reports that it was like hey to me I've always said this many times over what a, to, what a good producer does mm -hmm. is what do you need what can I produce for you to make sure that I can get you what you need you right. want this you want this I need to make this phone call I need to have this I need you need this you want that that's what a producer does. It produces the amount of material, and it, it doesn't necessarily have to be the creative of do this here, right. do it during this time period, do that. That's, that doesn't need to be, especially if you're not, no one says she needs to be a massive fangirl for, for no. Star Wars. She certainly isn't. Not at all. But when she starts to try to do that for films, I think that that's where the problem is because for the films, what I used to hear was that it was she didn't like anything that was too inside baseball the way that Mandalorian is inside baseball. It yeah. works. It works, yeah. and I think that because they're worried about because of the point that we tried to make for when you're trying to sell tickets. Yeah, you've got to please. Are you going to lose people? people? But you got to be confident in in the material. You're so. not going to lose. I, I I think they should just go more of like the DC route, where it's like taking a while for DC to find its footing, yeah. and they just kept producing movies and making movies, and they did fine. A lot of them, some of them did great, like Wonder Woman. Aquaman, but yeah, now but they I changed. Sorry to cut you off, but they changed strategy and they changed and they changed leadership. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. They're at the point now where it's just like hire the filmmaker, let them tell their story. Yeah, I just feel like they're so scared to make flops, more flops yeah. now, even though box office wise, none of the movies in recent years or ever Solo. has been a Solo. Yeah, other than yeah. so that's true, but. It just feels like they're very scared about the movies, and you can. It's bad that we feel that energy. Well, but I understand that in a, in a way though too, because think about it. If you're 
you can you can PR it all you want that like oh no last Jedi went over great it it didn't like if you look over for right. the there's a, the majority of people who saw it whether you look at the um the Rotten Tomato score it was positive right and 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 a lot of people rank it high up in their list yeah. but you can't deny that there's and and it's not just the 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 people who um are just hating to hate. It's not just those people. Like I'm not someone. I love Star Wars. I don't. I, the more that I watch Last Jedi, the 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 more I don't like it. Um, and I continue to have that conversation, and it's there, and they're aware of that. They know that. They understand that. So what they and and Rise of Skywalker, by the way, same thing. There's tons of people who hate that movie and think it is just a, a complete, just uh, you know, a fan service movie. Yeah. And so when you're Kathleen Kennedy and you're looking, we can't. We got to have one that people love again. Right, yeah. and so they get very hesitant on what they want to do. Um, so I under I understand that because especially when you have all the goodwill right now that the TV has, like whether you, you, like Boba Fett was kind of was mixed, but people are losing their minds over the Obi Wan trailer. Right. So you have all this positive energy coming for for Star Wars right now that they're worried. Like, okay, we put out a movie and then we botch the movie again, or they don't like the movie again, and then it starts to trickle into the TV. That's what they're worried about. Yeah, my, my friend who, who works on the creative side made a good point. He said this a few years ago. He's like, Mike, you could tell Star Wars and the people be are terrified to do a movie that doesn't have a lightsaber in it, that doesn't have a Skywalker in it. They're terrified of that. And it makes sense. You do see it. It's like, oh, Skywalker always pops up somewhere. A lightsaber's always being ignited somewhere. Um, so it's like... Uh, solo? I guess because Solo bombed, right? I think I think this is around the time of that. Yeah, like you know, but again, Maul showed up with a lightsaber. Rogue One and uh, Rogue One had a lightsaber. Rogue there. One, they well, threw the whole Vader thing right. in there. Uh. So and he was making these points around that time. I was like, oh, it's very true. They don't want to do some random new character in some pocket of the universe that we never doesn't touch a Tatooine, doesn't touch a Coruscant. It just they, they need that familiarity. They think the, they do though. I know they think they do. Uh, here, here, yeah, again, here's so they don't trust the product. I enough. agree with a lot of that. When it comes to you don't need the the familiar stuff. You don't have to. You can introduce new characters. You don't have to. But they're going to argue then, well, well, look, people are losing their minds over Obi-Wan. But Obi-Wan's right. a different character. Obi-Wan's a continuation. It's almost like a sequel. Right. The sequel that we wanted. It's, to me, my most anticipated thing that we've gotten since Return of the Jedi, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the stuff that I don't agree with, I mean, I, I do, I, I always think that for... I think they need more stuff. I, I think there's been a lack of Jedi and a lack of Sith stuff in this in this these things for a very long time. I don't like what. Uh, there's been a lack of it, man. Like where you look, like when they went, when they you're gonna tell me when they brought up the new trilogy, you weren't hoping, hoping to see that Luke had brought this whole thing back. Who's the new class of Jedi? There's going to be Jedi everywhere. There's going to be new Jedi like there used to be. And there was like the last of the Jedi again. Two more Jedi running around. The last of the but, Jedi. We did the last of the Jedi thing already. Why don't we just not do Jedi anymore for a while? Eat why? shit. Yeah. Why don't we just not do Jedi? No. Why? I like that. I like Jedi. Why? Because you've got so much of it already. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Oh, when was the last? We've so got tell me, three tell me Jedi's, when. Jedi's really. Like, when did we, we like, have it? No, four Jedi's very, very well. And and Ray was Ray had to become one at the end, and she became a, a Skywalker. She went to the, the Jedi Academy. You know, like that's like where like that stuff that they're doing. Like the, the, that's why people are losing their minds over the Luke stuff in Mandalorian and, and the Boba whole Fett. the whole the whole. She's starting the Academy. Mandalorian's about the Force. Well, right, Grogu. right, and that's start. Mandalorian is, yeah, is starting to work. It's Mandalorian starting to bring that stuff in there, but it's the same thing. 
The Last of the Jedi. There's one other one, that too, but they're starting to maneuver around. Like you got Ahsoka now. You've got you got Luke. You got Mandalorian's a good is a good example that they're using it a lot. Yeah. And I think the High Republic when they do High Republic shows, there's going to be tons of Jedi running yep. around, and there's going to be tons of uh, and not tons, but there'll be Sith. So that'll start to scratch. I'm that just edge. a simple man trying to make my way. You sure, are, you sure, are, that's all I want. Sure I just I just want a Cobb Vanth show in a western I think who cares about that show though I besides do. you I know but who cares about that show overall like that's going to be I mean what New Rangers the New Republic what which one I, are we talking I guess. about I mean but it's like it's I think that you've got I want a show without Skywalkers yeah without fear so do I that's high, without high, high Republic man that's that's yeah. that, that's a when you get, I this, don't need Jedi either, though. You need Jedi. I don't need them. I need Jedi. I, see the Force to me. Like, there's a lot of people. Like Ken Napsok loves like the 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 mysticism. No, no, no. He's more so of the the Republic and the Empire and something. Yeah, I yeah. think that's why Andor is going to be his series, right? Okay, I think yeah, Andor yeah. Will probably be your series too. Like Could I, be. to me, it's it's the Sith lore and the and okay. the, the, the religion Same. of the Jedi. That that's why I, that's my that's what I gravitate towards Star Wars. So that's I'm always going to want that stuff. But I understand. So if a movie comes out with that stuff in it, you're not going to like it. With you without that stuff, without that stuff, no, that's not true. Like Rogue One didn't have it mostly, and I liked, and I think Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie that's come out since. Um, yeah, this, agreed. You know, during the Disney era, agreed. Yeah. Um. So, uh, no, I, I, I as long as if, if it's got that Star Wars feel to it, like the overall, yeah. like it's been lived in, like it's part of the overall, like you know the yeah. See, yeah. for yeah. me, for me, yeah. I think the mistake was back when they were trying to do these new kind of spinoffs, Rogue One, Solo, and they were like, we're not doing the crawl. Yeah. I think you have the fanfare and the yeah, crawl at the I, beginning, no everything. matter what your every properties. Movie, every every movie. movie, every TV show. TV show's hard to do. I know, I know, yeah, I, would say, I know. Yeah. But every movie, that sets the tone. Okay, look I at this Look at this way. Clone Wars, look at it this way. I, I, see this, I hear this in the audiences all the time in movies. Marvel has taught audiences to expect post-credit scenes. Yeah. I'm sitting next to this people at Batman. Like, it's going to be a post-credit scene. And one guy's like, nah, Marvel, that's Marvel's thing. It's like Star Wars, you can train an audience you set that crawl up at the beginning, they know they're into the Star Wars world. Right. You get a little bit of the fanfare, John Williams, and then take it off wherever you want to go with it. But that little bit at the beginning, go, this is Star Wars, this is what you're used to, this is what you know, you're familiar, you got that warm blanket around you. But this could be a new version of something, a new new tale. But it sets it up. They just, just and they would fall. It's like, nah, Rogue One, Solo, we, we can't do that. We're not going to do it. We're different. That was your mistake. Yeah, you I think they there. should have done that for those movies. Yeah, no, I, I did. I, I it was like, no, just do that for different. every movie going forward. Give yeah, it a crawl. set the tone straight. I agree. Crawl or crawl? What yeah, is it? Crawl? Scroll? Yeah. Crawl. Yeah, it's a scroll. Scrotum. Scrotum? Yeah. Yeah, it's right. amazing. All right. So, a couple things. We didn't talk about Alan Ladd Jr., by the way, he passed away. 84 years old on March 2nd. We didn't talk yeah. about that. He was the president. He was the one. Without him, there was no Star Wars. Without Star Wars. He was the one that, that greenlit it, and he, was, and, he, and he really pushed towards it when everybody else was saying that George Lucas was a crazy person. Nobody wanted to see this stuff. Um, so despite that, Ladd also produced other titles. Alien, 1979, Blade Runner, Willow, Spaceballs, Thelma and Louise, Gone Baby Gone, which oh. is a great movie. Yeah, um, it is. His movies won over 50 Academy Awards with both yeah. Chariots of Fire and Braveheart. Receiving best picture, so he was a, he was a boss man. Uh, a couple other things: the armorer returns. Emily Swallow made her return as the armorer in the Return of the Mandalorian, the fifth chapter of the Book of Boba Fett. The mass leader returned to teach Mando yet another lesson. What is this? That's 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 an old story. It's a very old story. I don't know why that's in there. Um, Star Wars. Let's see, comic books. I'm reading some uh, updates on Star Wars news net here. Okay, this is something. Anchorhead, the famous location. 
finally arrives 45 years later. A location that was first mentioned in the original Star Wars film back in 77 will be seen on the screen in the upcoming Obi-Wan series. How fitting that this series is the one for Anchorhead to make its screen debut, being that it was the location Luke was supposed to visit with Obi-Wan before Owen and Beru were murdered, changing the course of galaxy's history forever. It's great that they have that in there. So I think we're going to see a lot of that stuff, too. Um, Okay, we got some reveal on the Bad Batch Season 2. You want to hear this? Yeah. Of course I do. We're right. this council I want to oh, hear. Oh, thank it. you. Star Wars news um, and Star Wars animated series composer Kevin Kiner. We were wrong, by the way, on Kevin. You know, we said Kevin Kiner, we need him to do a TV show? Yeah. He just did Peacemaker. Did he? Yeah. He just oh, did Peacemaker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so I was, was stupid. I think that music gets kind of um, looked over because of the theme song. Yes. Kevin Kiner is great, and that's maybe hopeful that he'll start doing some some live action stuff. Star Wars animated series composer Kevin Kiner and his sons Sean and Dean recently revealed details about the upcoming season of The Bad Batch during an appearance on a charity stream for Ukraine Aid. That's awesome. The two have been working on the score for the second season of The Bad Batch for quite some time, with it being developed even when they were scoring the first season. An unspecified mm-hmm. amount of time will have passed. Between the first and second seasons, okay. When we return to the titular team, Omega will look older. The show will take viewers back to Coruscant. Hey, hey haven't been there before. Yeah, uh, we haven't in a while. With the Kiners <laughs> composing the political noir pieces for certain scenes that may or may not take place on the planet. The second season of the show will have a substantially larger cast of characters. That's great. Brand new Star Wars movies and streaming are headed our way over the next several years, so there are plenty more adventures. Okay. Um, out of that, the yeah, I guess the news with with. Bad Batch season two. We all that was how we kind of started our foray into yeah. the council. Yeah. Was, was Bad Batch, and we were all kind of like it was fun. It was like a little appetizer before all this stuff that we are getting yeah. now. Steph, um, are you because we did have that season and we've had a break? Are you and because we have all this other stuff? Are you a little more interested in season two than you were before? Yeah, I'm definitely happy that Omega will be Omega will be older because it. I think. I didn't mind it, but it is, it's hard when you're doing like an adventure of the day and you have a kid traveling with you. But then I think of Arcane and I just feel like yeah. they did that show so well with little kids and then moving to adults. So if they do that kind of transition, that could be really good. It is nice. So I, I am, I'm glad you asked that. Cause I did think to myself this week for the first time, since season one, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. Yeah. You know, it's tough thinking about that now. And, and it makes sense with the Obi-Wan show. Like, okay, Mando, Grogu. Omega, the Bad Batch. Yeah. Luke, Obi-Wan. They were doing three shows where it was Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, you nailed it on one. And, like, you're going back to the well a lot. And it's just like, all right, this right, is. Right. Yeah. And so I, I, like, was not with you guys. I had not watched Clone Wars. So I started getting into it. And I knew people warned me one and two seasons were not that great. Yeah. And it. I weighed me off. I was like, oh, yeah. I got too much. I got other stuff I got to watch. And then a buddy sent me a list of someone on Star Wars, a big Star Wars fan. It might have been one of the guys from either Matt, uh, Alex Damon, one of those guys, sent me a breakdown of a website. They, These are the shows you need to watch that yeah. tell you all about the characters. Yeah. All of us, so you're not going to miss anything. Oh, and the it, episodes of Clone Wars. Oh, episodes, oh yeah. episodes of Clone Wars. And it was like, oh, this is, it was like you said, 22 episodes, they took it and gave it 13, right. like a shorter season. It's like, oh, I'm flying through these things and everything's making sense. It's now. really good. And, Rebel, and Rebels is, I think, 13 episodes a season or something. I watched so. Rebels. That was oh, when so I first came on Far, up. Far Away. Yeah, I'm catching up. Oh, that's up. great. Yeah. Um, that's perfect. You didn't need to watch every episode. I was trying to, and it was yeah. killing me. It's, but, it's, it's, but either way, that show coming back, um, I'm interested in it for sure. It's not one of the ones that I'm 
I think, it's, like I said, it's, it's Star Wars. It'll be on, and it'll give us a nice break in between. I, when they, they pushed it back, right? When yeah, it, they, it was supposed to be spring. Yeah. And so now we're projecting it'll probably be fall. Okay, so it'll probably be right before Andor. Yeah. So, um, oh, and we don't know Mando really still, right? No, I, I think the end of the year. End of, yeah, but I thought yeah. Andor's the end of the year. And Mando, uh, Andor is, is, I think, September, October. So Bad Batch will come out maybe late summer? Yeah. That's what we're thinking. That's what I think. Yeah, okay. like August. Okay. Okay. Probably, and all of this information will probably come out in, in May during celebration. Because yeah. yeah. Obi-Wan will be episode, will have just aired episode one, or will be airing episode one during during uh, Star Wars Celebration. So they'll probably preview episode two. They'll probably start to have more um, more breakdowns of shows. And ba- the Bad Batch will have a panel. Um, Andor will have a panel. Obi-Wan will have a panel. The Acolyte will have a panel. Ahsoka will have a panel, I would assume. Or, or unless, unless they do what they did years past, which is also prob- you know very possible, is where they do a big panel right. of all of the TV shows. Right. But I just think that these things are so... It, it, we've gotten to a place like Comic Con now where you could do a big Marvel panel like they do, and then you or this this amount of time is going to be spent on Obi Wan. This is going to be spent on yeah. this. I think you have enough now that you could give the shows their own separate panels and give yourself more material. Could be, could be. Um, yeah. Not sure, not sure. What do you hope to see at Celebration stuff? I want to see. I would like. I, I'm not really. I don't. I'm not a type of person that needs to see release dates. I. But I would love to see at least like a trailer for something else, whether that's Andor. Yeah. I, I actually kind of hope it is Andor, I just because we'll we've been Andor. talking yeah. about it for so long now. That was the one that felt like it was in production the quickest. They knew what they were doing. They announced season two yep. or that there would be a season two. So, and I just want to see what the vibe is for that show because yeah. that's the one I'm not the most already invested in, but I has the potential yeah, for sure. Mike, do you have anything in particular that you really want to see at uh, at Celebration? No. No? Uh, I say this because we know we're getting it. I know I'm going to watch it. I love this feeling where I'm going in blind to a lot of these things now. Like, I, I've kind of with Spider-Man, and that was my thing, and Doctor Strange, now I haven't watched those trailers yet. I kind of enjoy that. I love being discovering things every week. I, I hate with Boba Fett. There was that talk, like, oh. Fifth and six episodes are going to blow the internet. The internet's going to explode. By people in production were talking about that. It's like so we were expecting something big, and, and yeah. it was two two amazing things happened in those last two episodes. But I don't want to know this yeah. stuff anymore. Yes. I, I you like don't to need know, to sell me. No, I I'm know, on board. I, I like to know the, the the tone of it, like where I think for me it's a space adventure. There you go. That's the tone. Yeah, thank you. But the but when Obi Wan when that trailer came out, everyone wanted to see the trailer to know exactly what because I think they answered so many questions with that trailer. That trailer answered yes. a lot of questions yes. and it set up yeah. and, and, it, and it gave you those answers of, I and don't need to see another one. And didn't one. give away And there's people anything. that need that. I get yeah. it. And I, I just, get that. But there's also the discourse now. It's like, yeah. sign this petition. We got to get the Inquisitor back to what he looked like. Well, what else people <sighs> need is people also need to, to, to be smart about what they're doing when they're walking into gas stations, Mike. And I know someone like you, a guy like you. I'm a dirtbag. You are a real dirtbag. And I know you more than anybody. And you're walking around these gas stations doing shady stuff. Uh, what you need to do is be careful. Because when you're looking around, and, and Mike, I've seen him do it. He's looking around, he's looking at those erection pills, and, and they're tempting. But if you really look into it and you see what's in those products, they are terrible for you. The same goes for the most of the products on the market that claim to help people in the bed. Who the hell wants a four-hour erection? Arnold walking around there. Look, look at this. Get the four-hour hard on. I'm knocking over plants when they walk in. Can't help myself. Joy Mode is here to save the day. Whether you are happy or unhappy with your performance in the bedroom, you got to make it better. Joy mode sexual performance booster is like a pre-workout, but for sex, 
wouldn't you rather take a supplement designed to spice up the things naturally rather than the prescription drug that can have harmful effects down the road? You go to great lengths to biohack your way better to mental and physical performance. What about the bedroom? Come on. Joy Road, it makes natural and science-backed sexual wellness products for men. The sexual performance booster is like a pre-workout, but for sex. Joy Mode was created because the products on the market are terrible, and they know they could do better. Prescriptions come with all sorts of side effects and the over-the-counter gas station pills are this sketchy and the fraudulent. But lots of guys take it because they both don't have a better option. Here's what you do. How do you take it and what do you expect? You tear open the sachet and you mix it with say, six to eight ounces of water. Like your favorite electrolyte packet and for best use, consume it anywhere from 45 minutes to four hours prior to sexual activity. Ah. You notice better blood flow, better erection quality and firmness and increased his sexual energy and drive. I wish Maria was still here to show her. You want to spice up things in the bedroom and boost your sexual performance? Do it naturally. You want to do it without any nasty prescription drugs. We have a special offer for the Big Thing audience. Go to joymode.com slash big thing. Enter big thing at the checkout for 20% off your first order. That is usejoymode.com slash big thing for your 20% off your order. Ah, thank you, Joy Mode. Get to the chopper. All right. Yeah, I do. I mean, there's a gas station near my house. I, I get. It's, Don't do it. Well, it's 25 cents for Kong Dong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't use Kong Dong. Use the, use the Joy Mode. Can I get? I'll give you. I'll give you a packet. You got a couple packets? Yeah. You want one? For, you got to. Be careful, Shannon. If I take it, if I take it on the way home, am I going to get a hard on? I won't be able to drive. No, no, no. no. That's not. That's not what this does. That's it doesn't give me, it no, doesn't like give me a hard on. No, man. It's, it, it, I'm well, getting old. I need excited. these things. Well, that's the whole point. You don't need it for that. You but it's gonna. It's a it's, pre-workout it's like, from. Am I gonna get tingly? Listen, I get tingly with my pre-workout. Come on. Me too. Oh, Steph, take it easy, will you? Jesus! Oh my God! Jesus! All right. Okay, uh, moving on, moving on, everybody. So we got, we have all these things that we've got coming up. As we mentioned, with, which I want to stay on celebration though, too. Because Let's I stay think, on it because there are so many different things that can come out of that. And I remember, like, it is their Comic Con, it is Star Wars Comic Con. Plus yeah. the fact, remember that we've been, we've been. Um, it was supposed Sans, to last year was yeah. supposed to happen. We've been Sans Celebration for yeah. very long now. Well, then we go back to obviously we're talking about all the TV shows and whether or not you get a teaser trailer for Acolyte and all that. It's, but you would have to assume that they're going to have to have some kind of an announcement for the movie. But the problem is what they've been doing, and I think... What movie, though? The what Fe is she... Do you think Feige... <laughs> do, you, do, you think the, do you think the Feige... Do you think the Feige movie is announced? I don't think he's got the time. I don't think he's got doing it. He's got 15 Marvel shows time. coming out and 10 movies, and yeah. he's now taking the Fox movies. Feige, I think, is... The Star no Wars chance. is the farthest thing from his mind yeah. right now. His... Exactly. I'm going to go to Celebration and just be that guy in every panel. Screaming. In the background. Yeah. It, 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 what, you what is she proposing? Every panel. Proposing? I got to get that guy's outfit. Yeah. Um, you think about it. Feige, and with this world now, with the, the multiverse, yeah. he's got all these characters, yeah. like, and he does such a good job with it, but he's, so you, you know. Think it's gonna, you think Taika probably first. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Feige right now is, is the guy from, uh, uh, God, I can't remember his name, from Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the board, like. Oh, you know, that's well, what he's doing right now. Yeah. You don't need Star Wars in there. I don't think they bring him. I don't think he's going to come out. But if if Tyka Charlie probably Day, comes right? out, Charlie Day. Mm -hmm. Well, Tyka probably comes out. Probably makes an announcement on. You his, think so? On his movie, but he's got Love and Thunder. He's trying to wrap up. Yeah, but, but that's done. Uh, that'll be that. It's I don't know done. about that. I think Tyka's probably got a because any star power, and you have star power at the uh, okay, at the okay. event. I think now 
he's he's probably the surest bet that you got that the movie will actually take place. I agree. Um, because if you bring like Lindelof out and you bring somebody, because people are going to say, oh, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, okay. and here's our here's our big announcement. Here's our movie. Great. We'll, but we'll we'll believe it when we go to see it in the, the theater. The the Star Wars fandom, and this is would be their thing. Is a different fandom than, let's say, the Marvel fandom, mm-hmm. where Taika in his brand, he, I mean, I'll be the first to admit, I didn't like Love, uh, Ragnarok when I first oh, saw man. it. Oh, didn't man. like it at all. Mm. I have since, on rewatch, it ate my foot and said, this is one of my favorite movies of, of the MCU. I love it. But he's also got a very distinct, yes. he's a Lord Miller. He's got a distinct style yeah, that when you hire him, you know what you're doing. So if yeah. you're doing a whole movie in that tone, well, wait a minute. Will that don't don't know because remember he did he he directed two episodes of Mandalorian and they were two episodes, of the best ones. Episodes of a Mandalorian that had an overall view and uh, of Favreau. Sure. This is my show. Come in and spice it sure, up with your little. Sure, but it, but it, but he seemed. But remember, he's even though Bryce Dallas Howard and Deborah Chow right um, knew. No, I think Deborah Chow is, is established TV director. So, but like, but. Either way, newer to the Star Wars universe, and so was Taika. And they all sat around listening to Favreau and Filoni talking. So, and, and it's just because Taika's got that clout, and he's like a rock star, you know, that you're like, oh, yeah, he's he the whatever he wants to do. rock star. I think he, and look, he stayed within the lines in, in Marvel. He still he still did his own thing. He still had his tone, but he yeah, still. Yeah, but that was pushing. Still connected the universe. Yeah. And people, but also, and, and most, peop, most people think that, that that movie out of the three is the best. It is. Out of Thor. Because the other two were boring. They were boring fantasy okay. sci-fi so things. So you're he coming, just took this thing coming off like, of a franchise. You're coming off of a franchise in the new prequels, in the new trilogy. A lot of right. people, it's it's mixed. Right. So if he takes but Star Wars fan, it was a different thing. I, I don't maybe. disagree with you, but I just think that he's... They are a I, different I think three. he's got a... And it, and it goes back to your point earlier, Mike, and this question is, does... If they announce his movie, is it a familiar character or is it something brand new inside of the High Republic? I think they throw all their chips in and go into this High Republic thing. Set it up. Set up yeah. a High Republic show like they're doing. But do you want a High Republic like in a Taika Titi tone? If I, the only the I, only knowing thing, what I know of High Republic, it's a more of a Kenna, Kenneth Branagh tone. Yeah. Well, the only yeah, thing that threw me so off with ta- the only thing wrong. that threw me off, and I've and similar to what you just said about Thor, right? The only thing that threw me off when I initially saw Taika's finale episode was like the clear Taika Waititi humor with the two stormtroopers punching yeah. Grogu in the face. Right. Like that was a, that's a clear but the rest of it played like Quill. Oh, it played yeah, really I well. It. And he, and I, he, I he love it. I think moments. he's great. You're gonna have but a I'm sense of saying. humor. Like I think that yeah. Or like Jojo Rabbit, you know, yes. like I feel like he has the ability to tell a serious story with a lot of humor yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah he's he's, I, he's which a funny could dude. Work for see, I'm on board with him. Yeah, see, I also I, I also yeah, love his humor. About, yeah, I'm just yeah. curious how this yeah. fandom Star will Wars take fandom's that. different. Yes, I know. I look, I love, I love his humor. I think he's hilarious. Um, so I'm, I would be on board with it, depending on how. It also depends on what what it is. So that's why I do think they'll probably announce his movie. Um, I think his movie will now be thinking about it now watching Taika Waititi do a Dash Randar movie that would be awesome if they even do that though but it's like I, I don't know it's, and, and, where, awesome. and where do they continue because he's talked about he's talked about he wanted to do a Flash Gordon yes yeah. before he saw yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy he's like yeah. well they did Flash Gordon I can't so to know what he would do and again Star Wars is Star Wars whether you love it or now whatever, whatever your high flutin' values in Star Wars is we have Star Wars because Lucas couldn't do Flash Gordon the pulpy, because they wouldn't let him have the right. So he's like, yeah. well, I'll create my own Flash Gordon. Star Wars is essentially the DNA of Flash Gordon. And yeah, Taika wants to do Flash Gordon, get him out there to do it. Yeah. Let him knock it out. Point. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how that works and how many movies at all if they announce. And I just think it's, yeah. 
I just think they need to be very cautious in announcing movies. I think Tyke is really the only one that you could announce at Celebration, and the fans will still say, "Okay, we'll believe." Uh, they'll still they'll still say we believe it when we see it, right? But I think that they have more of a all right, because it's Tyke, it's probably going to happen because he seems to because he's already involved in the family. But if they start saying, well, Tyke's got a movie, and then we signed Damon Little off, and he's got a movie coming out too, yeah, and, and then they got a movie, it's it like that's not going to happen. Because we Celebration right now, if things were going the way they were, uh, Rogue Squadron, yeah, that would have been the one they even had maybe footage at. It's supposed like, to have, it was supposed to come out next year. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I know we don't, we'll never know the ins and outs, but I would love to know why that folded. I would... Killed to know yeah, about there's, that. There's film. so many conflicting reports. Is one that yeah. one says it's creative differences. One is schedule. Like who knows? Right. E- either way, the schedule one is the one where I always go. Come on! I'm like, you, I look why do you just, sign? I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe. No, it. Why do you the sign on the schedule? Eighty four didn't do what they thought it would be, and Star was like, "Whoops!" I don't think that's the case. I hope they, not. Yeah, because but they've done that before. They I did know. it with Trank in the Fantastic Four. Yeah, no, just I mean, there was a lot there, yeah. but the people involved with Fantastic Four were like, they yeah, were near, this ain't it was be. around the same time, but it was also right. because he he didn't have, he'll tell you straight up, oh. he, he was going through a lot of stuff going on back yeah, then. And she wasn't yeah. even going to write Rogue Squadron. She right. was going to direct it, which I didn't love 84 at all, but I thought it was well directed. Yeah. She's a great filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah. So great she would, filmmaker. And, I, and she had a passion behind it. Yeah. A movie like Rogue Squadron is a movie that I am more excited about because it doesn't necessarily ha- and it's funny because i say like i like when everything connects but with the movies i like when it if you're just going to do like a one-off and then potentially if people start to lock onto it and really enjoy the characters then maybe you just spin off shows and all that like look at like the batman right the batman yeah. there was talks about the penguin having an own hbo max series and you see what colin farrell does in it he's, and now you're like yeah you know, give me that give me that tomorrow yeah. right and that's the type of stuff that i think that they should be doing in, in star wars if they're going to jump off but like if they right don't announce a trilogy don't no, announce God, just, no. just do one-offs man and 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 then you can maybe connect that into tv and then place it out there but just you got to make one there has yet to be a great star wars movie in my opinion since uh, since return of the jedi a great star wars movie i saw some people argue and people love you and, think and people, one's a great movie i think it's a really good movie i don't think it's a great movie i think it's a, a great star wars movie okay. um okay. i think it's a really okay. good movie i just okay. don't think, I, like my Empire Strikes Back, to me, is a great Star Wars movie. New Hope is a great Star Wars movie. Return of the Jedi is a great Star Wars movie. And I know some people, the people who grew up with the prequels will say Revenge of the Sith is a great Star Wars movie. I think that this, and in my, as I've watched it more and more, I think it's a very good Star Wars movie. Obi-Wan and what I saw in that trailer looks like a great Star Wars story. It looks like the Star Wars story I've been looking for, like, even even before the prequels. As I'm getting older, I'm not getting, like, I, I... Phantom Menace to me is a great Star Wars movie. And I would never have said I that. Lo- I would I never have said Phantom that 10, Menace. 15 years ago. I think it's a very fun movie. As I'm getting I like older. Watch, I like watching it. And I looking still, back. You think it's a great movie, though, with dialogue and everything? I think it's a, great, great, I, I think it's a great Star Wars movie. Okay. Star Wars doesn't have great dialogue. New Hope doesn't have great dialogue, pal. It doesn't. What do you mean? It just, the dialogue is not. Lucas I'm is not kidding. known for his dialogue. Of course. Yeah, but I mean, look, but for Empire sure. Strikes Back but I was just, not written by him. I know. But New Hope was. Yeah. And New Hope, Phantom Menace feels like New Hope to me. It's just my kid. I'm a kid. Like with, I said, with I think it's a lot of really and wizards good and castles and I just my my point. And I wasn't my, always like that. But I my, hated my point it. with all of that is though, you haven't had one where people are just like saying. with Force Awakens saying. and even when we did our rewatch. Yeah, Force Awakens like when a we saw classic. Yeah, when we I saw Force Awakens in the theater, and we watched it. We're like, okay, before all the other movies came out, we yeah. were like, okay, 
we're ready. We're pumped. They got us. That's a great starting point. But now we all said the same thing. We watched Force Awakens. Like, yeah, but now we know what comes after this, and it's not. You're right. It's not you're as good right. Enough. And so that's why you got to be like they want, and that's probably why, as we were talking about it with Jeff, why they're so skeptical of trying or waiting to put a movie out because they want to. If they put another movie out and it yeah. divides the fans again, right? They're going to go just stop making movies. I'm already there. I'm already like I understand. Yeah, you're why against that. Them. You yeah, you rather do but streaming. I understand. I, I understood Jeff's point a thousand percent, and I understand when the fans say that a thousand percent. You got like it is one of the biggest franchises in the world. It made its mark in it. It's created the the big blockbuster. I, mean, I don't care about Jaws. It created the biggest the big blockbuster in that kind of summer action movie. And to not make movies, I get why they're doing it. To, uh, to, to what Jeff's saying, Mandalorian isn't bringing in a billion dollars. It's just not right. It's yeah. not. No it's matter how great. many subscriptions you're getting, he's not driven no, in a billion it's, it's, dollars. It's different Star objectives. Wars, a movie, yes, as proven, brings in yeah, a billion different, dollars. It's different objectives. It's yeah. different objectives. And that money sure. fuels, and that money allows you to make The Mandalorian. Yes. It, so, yeah. It's true. Um, Was it pay Paul to feed Peter, whatever that saying is? So what is it? You're speaking about paying Paul. How about my bookie? My bookie, ladies and gentlemen, March is here, and the madness has officially begun. It is time for you to shoot your shot and score big. On the nonstop action, got to use my bookie. Predict winners in each round of the my bookie bracket uh, for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a Doodle NFT, currently valued at over fifty thousand and over one hundred thousand more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for a player and game props, my bookie has you covered. Sign up today with my bookie and use that promo code Big Thing to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into the my bracket contest. Selections for the bracket will officially begin on March 13th and close March 17th at 12 p.m. So make sure you get your deposit in now with Big Thing to secure that free entry. To bet anything, anytime, anywhere, my bookie, do it. All right. So I think that's really. That's that's the majority of what we got here today. I think we talked about a lot, folks. We did. Um, we'll be back here. I don't know who knows if Michael will be back next week. We think he. I might probably be. won't be. Who knows? But well, we're going to try, <laughs> and we're still. We have no word yet on. We're try, we're waiting back to hear if our uh, Sith Council panel got approved. So if um, if it did, uh, we will let you know. We will. We will be, be, be there. Great. That would be, be so great. fun. We could sit there and say, "What are we proposing? What are we proposing?" <laughs> What are you proposing? We I'll sit in it. the back of the theater. I want the audience to scream out what is she <laughs> proposing when we're doing it. So we'll, we'll let people know for sure. And, um, and, and once again, guys, if you didn't know, as I mentioned earlier today, the Titans, it is on Friday, the World Championship of Movie Trivia. It is the Schmodown. The Inglorious One, Sam Levine, is returning in a number one contender match against the Barbarian, last year's single tournament fi- finalist. Who is going to win? The winner will play Marisol McKee for the championship on March 25th at our second pay-per-view of the year. So please head on over to the Schmodown. Check it out. Give us a shot if you've never seen it before. We, I, I really want to get your thoughts on it. If you're watching it for the first time, you're watching Sith Council, and you've never watched the Schmodown or you haven't watched it a bit, go on over to Friday Night Titans and let me know and give me a comment that said, hey, I heard you talking about it on Sith Council, and I wanted to give it a shot, and here are my thoughts. And please let me know. Um, okay. For Mike Kalinowski and for Steph Sabra, this is Sith Council, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you. We will talk to you very, very soon. We'll be back next week. Peace. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. Makes you stronger.